Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations. So great that you can join us. My name's Coven, and every week I'll be bringing you different conversations I've had with kids. They're all seven to 11 years old, and the questions I ask them are specifically designed to get them talking, thinking, and feeling, developing the softer skills that they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it would be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids succeed and thrive. But what do I mean by soft skills exactly? Well, it's all the non-academic stuff that kids don't tend to get that much practice in at school, and yet as adults, we're having to use all the time. You know what I mean, things like being creative, communicating well, being a critical thinker, having resilience, etc., etc., etc. Now, I found that a simple but effective way of developing this at home with kids already is through regular five to 10 minute conversations. I'll give you some examples. Let's say on communication, we could ask our kids to describe a car to an alien, which is a test of conciseness. Or on creativity, asking what are 10 things to do with a cup, which encourages them to think in divergent ways. Or how about on critical thinking, having them estimate the number of iPads in the world to help them think in a structured way or on resilience, asking them why it's good to fail sometimes and discussing the value of feedback. Now, these are just some examples, but in this podcast, Kid Coach Conversations, you'll hear me discuss all sorts of questions like this with lots of different children. And hopefully it will give you some ideas of inspiration for discussions that you can have at home with your own kids. If you want full access to all the questions and prompts that I use, then just download our app from www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app, so you can do all this great stuff at home yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. This week I talked to Aziza. She's nine years old and lives in the UK with her mum, dad and younger brother. She loves to ask questions and really wants to know what came first, the chicken or the egg. We're going to build the feeling skill of empathy. We're all emotional creatures subject to changes in mood and thoughts. Being in touch with this has never been more important than today. Businesses are now placing a huge emphasis on mental health, well-being, and de-stressing. And with children, we can lay the foundations of this by helping them be aware of their feelings and highlighting their role and importance in life. So let's listen in on our chat. Okay, so Aziza, I've got a question here for you, and it's about feelings and empathy. So the question is, what feelings do you have? Very simply, what different feelings do you have? You could be happy or sad, worried, scared. Um, um, mm-hmm. um, angry. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, When you're feeling brave. um. Yeah, that's a lot of different feelings and emotions. That's a really good um, emotional vocabulary that you have there, which, by the way, I love because it's so important to be able to put labels on things right to know how you're feeling and to have a word for it so you can express how you're feeling um i mean how many feelings are there overall um i don't know but there's a guess of about i guess that there's 
about 23. About 23. Hey, that's a, that's a good guess. Um, probably nobody knows. Maybe that's not true. Maybe some studies have been done. But um, I love the fact that you're, you're open to guessing. Um, there's a lot, huh? There's, there's definitely a lot. Um, there's more than you can count on your hands. Um, and, you know, in, in the average day, how many different feelings do you experience? So if you just think about today or think about yesterday, and just think through the day, think through all the different things you're feeling from morning, Excited. afternoon to evening. Excited. Yep. Were you feeling like one or two feelings for the whole day? Were you feeling like 10 feelings across the day? Or? Oh, oh, Aziza, the, um, the that headset is making a little bit of noise. Let's leave it. Let's leave it there. Perfect. Uh, um, maybe three or four or five. Um, and they could be a bit like disappointed, or excited, or angry, or happy. Mm -hmm. Things like that. So you can have quite a few different feelings in a day, it sounds like. Um, and where do they come from? Like, what, what makes you change from being happy to sad or being excited uh, to bored? Or what, what happens to change all these different feelings? So, um, things that happen. And, and if you're from excited to bored, it could, you could be really excited for something. And then after it happens, you could be bored. Yeah, because, once it stops. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, um, and, and you could be happy and then sad because something could have happened. But, mm -hmm. yeah. And all these different feelings that you have, do other people have the same feelings or do they have different feelings or what's going on with other people? Um, I think that people say so out of the whole world, then there would be about a hundred people with the same feeling because there's so many people in the world. But, um, but uh, when there's few people just in one place then everyone could have the same feeling but at different times mm -hmm. so some someone could be sad and someone else happy while lots of other people have different um, feelings that are going on and, and how can you tell what other people are feeling you can look at their face and what what their impression is and um, and how, and how, what they're feeling, like what they, what they look like, so they could look happy because they would have a big smile, or they could be sad, um, with no smile, mm -hmm. or bored if their hands are on their chin, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can just look at their them face or them, and then you might know. Right, right. Feelings are an interesting thing, huh? Like, they really make us human, right, compared to a robot, which we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, but feelings are very unique to humans and, and, let's say, animals in general. And they make life so exciting, actually, and so varied and rich and diverse. You know, every day, every week, every month is different based on what you're feeling. And as you've correctly identified, there's, there's a lot of different feelings. Maybe it's 23. Maybe it's even more. And we feel lots of different things in any average day. And what is quite good to remind yourself of is that other people go through those same different feelings. Which is quite important, isn't it? Um, you know, just before this, your mum and I, we were talking about empathy, right? That word empathy. And I think you asked, what does empathy mean? What does empathy mean? Does it, does it mean feelings when you put yourself in other people's shoes? Yeah, perfect. Love it. That's exactly what it means. It's exactly what it means. So why, why is having empathy a good thing? Otherwise, if you didn't have it, you would just be bored all the time. Or you would be the same. You would have the same feeling all the time and it would go over and over again and it wouldn't be any fun or anything and you would just and you wouldn't okay wait this is yeah. i think you mean feelings right so yeah. if i asked you why is it good to have different feelings absolutely agree um because you get bored otherwise right but actually i asked you why is it good to have empathy right and uh, again what, what was the definition you, of empathy it was it and when you put yourself in someone else's shoes right so, why is it good to be empathic? Um, otherwise, you wouldn't know how other people are feeling, and you could be a person that helps people when they're feeling upset. But if you didn't have empathy, you wouldn't know if they were feeling upset or happy or anything. Right. So then you don't know how to help them. Yeah. You miss miss out on that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You can't help them. You can't. Um, what What else could you not do if you did not have empathy? Um, you. Mm, you. You wouldn't be able to. You, would, you wouldn't be able to know if they're, um, how, they're, how they're feeling and, um, and that if they're sick. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know how they're feeling. You wouldn't be able to help them. You wouldn't be able to make them feel better as well, right, I guess. Um. And you know, it's just as well, isn't it, that we all have the same feelings because if somebody felt things that you could never feel, it's quite hard to be empathic. It's quite hard to have empathy. But if, um, if you know what feeling sad is like, and then you see on somebody's face that they're feeling sad, you know what that feels like. So you can relate to them. You can understand how they're feeling and puts you in a better position to help. 
So, you know, I love that you're able to name all these different feelings um, and to recognize that we all have the same feelings and they change so often. Other people have the same feelings as you do, perhaps at different times. Um, and actually all of that helps you to have empathy and to work well with people and to get on with people. And to take it a little bit further, we talked about robots a little bit, right? So I want to ask you, you know, let's, let's discuss the pros and cons of being like a robot without any feelings. Okay. So just imagine that you're a robot without any feelings. What are, what are the pros of that? What are, what are the cons of that? What are the advantages and disadvantages of that compared to being human? What does that mean? What does what mean? What word? Well, the question. Uh, does that, um, yeah, so, no, that's fine, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. So, um, I'm saying, you know, imagine you're a robot, okay? You're a robot um, who is like a machine and has no feelings, yeah? Um, so now I want you to help me think through the pros and cons of being a robot. Right? Why might why might it be good to be a robot without any feelings, and then why might it be bad to be a robot without any feelings? Oh, so, uh, so it's 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 bad because you could get really really bored, and when when you when something really and sad happens or happy, you wouldn't be able to show people how you feel. And then if you're feeling sad, the other people won't know, so that so um, they wouldn't be there to cheer you up. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. So um, indeed you might get bored as a robot if you didn't have feelings. Um, so that is a disadvantage, it's a, it's a con. Um, what's an advantage though? Of being a robot um, with, without feelings. Um, then, if you're if you're really angry or upset and you just want to be left alone, then um people won't know that because they wouldn't be able to see. They wouldn't really come near you and stuff because they wouldn't know how you feel and. Um, and uh, and also, if you're free, if you're um... remember though that this this robot doesn't have any feelings, right? So this robot can't get angry. This robot can't get sad. Um, in our make believe situation, um, and so you you told me a disadvantage of that before, which was that it might all be a bit boring. Um, but what's an advantage of that? Like why why might it be good to have <laughs> no feelings if you're a robot? Then, if you if you if you were to be sad, then then you wouldn't have to be. So it's not very nice to be sad. So you wouldn't have to be sad, and all those um other ones like angry and the ones that aren't very fun to be. Yeah, but why might it be a good thing? You know, so. Like if you'd ask me that, then I, I might say, 
well, look, you know, if, if I'm, if my emotions are very stable, that means I can always just get done what I want to get done. Right. Like if I need to do some work one day and then I'm actually that day, I'm a bit sad. It might be a bit hard for me to do that work, but if I'm always very steady, right. Then so I'll be it, yeah. So if you didn't have feelings, then it would be, it would, um, then, then you would be able to do it without feeling sad because you wouldn't have any feelings. Right, right. So that might, you know, some might argue that's an advantage of, of not having feelings. Um, now, now, of course, you know, we're all humans and we have feelings and we should work with them. Right. But I think thinking about robots teaches us an important lesson about controlling our feelings, okay? about, about having feelings and experiencing them and not ignoring them, but controlling them. Okay. So what, what do you think about, what, what do I mean by that? What do I mean by controlling our feelings? So, so if you're feeling upset, or no, if you're feeling angry, to, um, you can control it and you can make yourself uh, calmer. Right, right. And then what does that allow you to do? And then you can sort, sort things out because you wouldn't be really angry and you wouldn't be shouting and screaming in your head and mm. you would just calm yourself down and then sort out the problem right yeah brilliant perfect i love that um if you control your anger in that example that means that you're calm enough to then sort out the situation sort out the problem and that's when it's really good it's a really good example actually of the the value of controlling our feelings um I would much rather be a human than a robot, right? I think it's, it's much nicer to experience all these feelings, experience the highs, limit to the lows, um, overall have a varied life. Um, and feelings are just are, are what makes humans so human. And actually is the kind of thing that uh, artificial intelligence will take a long time to, to automate and catch up with us, right? The, our, our emotions and our feelings and how it gives rise to our creative sides artistic sides is something that humans will retain an advantage on compared to machines for a, a very very long time and it's all rooted in uh, in feelings and emotions so good to, good to talk about it just now good stuff Aziza well done so there you have it what a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app 
and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.